Hello, welcome back. I'm your host, Evan Brand. No, I did not take testosterone. If I sound different, I'm still recovering from the flu. I got wiped out. I don't know if you follow me on Facebook or if you're on my newsletter, which over 100,000 people are. So if you're not, you're missing out and you definitely should be. I don't spam you and I write it like I'm writing a letter to my grandfather. So you should definitely be on my newsletter. If you're not, you just go to my site, evanbrand.com, type in your email, and then you can be part of the tribe. So anyway, what I wrote in my email newsletter and I wrote it on my Facebook page too is, turns out my brand new house is contaminated with mold. Um, my buddy, Dr. Jack Wolfson, the paleocardiologist, you all know him, he came on several times on the show and I texted him and I said, Jack, I've been having this weird symptom. I've been waking up dizzy for no reason. As soon as I wake up out of bed, I'm dizzy. First thing he says, mold. I said, Jack, is a brand new house. There's no way. He goes, hire somebody, tell them you have mold, and it's their job to find it. Sure enough, I run some test kits, which I published a story on the Facebook page. You can see the pictures of the plates I did, and you can see the mold. So my attic, very, very moldy. Even my living room had so much candida in it that they couldn't even give me a full number from the lab. Now, here's something that's going to blow your mind, which ties into what we're talking about today. You can actually treat your gut for candida and get reinfected with candida and your gut can get recolonized with candida by breathing it in from your environment. So I've got another guest coming on really soon. We're actually recording the podcast today, but it'll be out probably next week or the week after. We've got a podcast discussing how the heck is this happening? This is why so many people go to functional medicine doctors and other practitioners. They get treated for candida and the candida comes back. It's because if you don't treat your home, you're not going to succeed. So not only do you fix the gut, you got to fix your home because you breathe the candida back in and then boom, you got a candida overgrowth. So what a trip it's been. So anyway, my wife and my daughter and I uh, and the dog, we've got a little shih tzu. We were spending, you know, the last week or so living in an extended stay hotel, which actually is a lot better than it sounds. It sounds like, oh, that sounds terrible. No, it wasn't that bad. I had my own bedroom that I could work out of. I had an office. I had a desk in there. It was actually not bad. My wife's like, let's go back. So anyway, so that's where I've been. I've been in that extended stay hotel just trying to reorganize my life and make sure I'm working efficiently from somewhere. So that's where we've been. We kind of abandoned the house until we got it remediated. I'm going to be interviewing the guy who remediated it as well. There's a special enzyme that you can use to eat away mold because here's the deal. If you try to kill mold like most people do with bleach and other crap, you're actually just pissing the mold off and it's going to create more mycotoxins, which are what make you sick. So uh, brain fog, fatigue. I was waking up really, really tired. Even though I was getting plenty of hours of sleep, I'd wake up exhausted and I was dizzy all the time. And then we got out of this hotel, you know, or over to this hotel. I did not wake up dizzy. And then I got hit with the flu. So something else, mold wipes out your immune system. I never get sick and I got the flu. So anyhow, that's the deal there. No, I do not recommend flu shots. No, I did not get mine. No, I will never get a flu shot. Last year, the CDC said it was like 17% effective, so it's just a joke. Anyhow, that's enough rambling, but that's what I've been up to, and I'm glad to be back with you. So we're going to get into the show today with Dr. Stephanie Ray. She's a naturopath who has created and co-founded the company BioRay. I've had great success using their protocols and products with many, 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 many people, including children. Uh, you know, of course, we can't legally say cure, but we've revol reversed autism in 
I don't know, I've lost count of how many kids that we've successfully pulled out where they're no longer testing positive or they're no longer testing on the spectrum uh, with the help of some of my protocols and the functional medicine testing. And I was not trained like this. There's no training that, that's out there. There is no functional medicine pediatric training. This is just something I had to evolve with my own daughter and with you know dozens and dozens of children that parents brought to me after the pediatricians failed. So I'm just very honored to be able to work with so many kids. A lot of fun, and kids get better faster than adults usually. So let's get into the chat with Stephanie Ray. If you want to check out some of the BioRay products, you're going to be able to get a special discount at my website, my AuraRoots.com store. So if you go EvanBrand.com, up in the menu bar, you'll see Aura Store. That's my supplement company. We carry several BioRay products. You're just going to be able to enter the coupon code DETOX, D-E-T-O-X, DETOX, at checkout. And you're going to be able to get a discount on these BioRay products as opposed to going directly through them. So that's something we kind of worked out. Look forward to talking with you at the end. I've got a couple more things to say, but let's get into the show with Stephanie. All right, welcome back. Today we're talking with Dr. Stephanie Ray. She is a awesome, awesome woman. Uh, I've We've been like wasting so much time now. She's had to reschedule other appointments because I'm just geeking out with her off air about different supplements that she's formulated. And I've been blown away with some of the results I've seen. Uh, Her company's called BioRay. She's the CEO and president of this company. And they make detoxification products, liver supports, adrenal supports. You all know how much I talk about adrenal support. So uh, I'm just in love. And uh, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. So I'm going to tell the story again. Did I just told you off air because I think it's it's worth telling to many many more people. Uh, I had a woman bring a nine year old child to me, a little boy, uh, several weeks ago, and he had extremely bad motor tics. He was in special school. Uh, the teachers were all kind of outraged at his behavior. You know, they're like, "Hey, we don't know what to do with this kid. We can't control this kid. He's going crazy." And so, I knew first thing I need to do. Hey, let's try to work on this kid's toxic load. We did run some testing. We did find out there were parasite issues. There were a lot of problems on his organic acids test in terms of mitochondrial damage, which also led me to believe there's probably some toxin exposure here. And we gave some liver support and some of the micronized chlorella products that you manufacture. And within two weeks, this kid was completely different, so much that the mom was just bawling, crying with me on the phone on the follow-up call because she couldn't believe that the kid could ever change and become a different person and two that she would ever get help because she was told by many many doctors including their pediatrician that there was nothing that could be done and so this lady had just surrendered and given up uh, and now we've been able to inspire hope and now we've seen so much of a change i don't even know how to rate it you know i usually tell people hey look for this percent improvement like that i mean she's off the scale so that's that's how i wanted to open up and just tell the experience of, of what's happening. So you're onto something miraculous. You know, I, I'm almost thinking what you're onto now is like the miracle cure for the 21st century. That sounds crazy, but it's not like I, I'm seeing this time and time again. So it's not just a coincidence that this is happening so quickly with people. So can you just speak on, you know, what is micronized chlorella? What the heck is it doing? And why is this so important for like a 21st century toxic world that we live in? Absolutely. And thanks for sharing that amazing story. I just love hearing the successes that our kids are experiencing. And 
the reason that this child and other children are having some of these extreme issues like motor tics is because the world today has become so toxic, their bodies are overburdened. And likewise, when we go to remove these toxins, a lot of times the organ systems that filter those out are already full. So then we see them back up and then we'll have another expression. So we're, you know, the body's always on under stress when they're there and also when we're going to remove them. So what you're pointing to when you assisted with a liver product and the micronized chlorella is you're, you assisted the main organ system that has a, a relationship with the GI tract and the bowels, a uh, positive relationship. And it's also the filtration system for those toxins to leave. Then you went after those toxins and it's just like a beautiful symphony where all the parts are there and it's making this concerto where he's able to shine and get to, to be who, who he really is. Because those ticks are not that child. Those our children are not these issues. Our children uh, have so much to offer, and they're really here to live a great life. However, the toxins that the kids are bumping into, we're all bumping into them. But we're seeing that children have a great, the greatest burden on the planet than adults do. That's according to to the World Health Organization. But getting to the micronized chlorella, what that does is we, chlorella is so awesome at finding toxins. It's been used for years in the mining industry to get the metals that were left in the mine um, towards the end of, of the, of the mine's life. And then they would shoot the uh, chlorella down there, pull it back up and then mine more of the precious metals off of it. However, we couldn't replicate that clinically. In fact, whole cell wall intact chlorella created a level of sluggish bowels or constipation in our patients. So Dr. Timothy Ray, my former husband, found a way in our lab to micronize or break down the cell, uh, the cell wall of the chlorella at minus 10 degrees. So we're always keeping all the beneficial protein and enzymes and amino acids active in chlorella However, now we've got available to us all of that binding capacity that's inside the cell wall of the chlorella diatom. And so we just, it's, it's almost miraculous in how it goes in and it's binding heavy metals. It's binding all 33 heavy metals that doctor's data tests for. It binds different chemicals and things like dioxin and PVC and PBBs, different plastics, lindane, which is a pesticide that they use on airplanes for keeping the pests under control. Um, we've seen it, seen it bind to lindane in multiple patients. So it's really a broad spectrum binding agent, but it's also got beneficial nutrients. So our kids are also getting uh, you know, different vitamins, A, Bs, um, RNA, DNA, which helps protect the cells and the nervous system. So it's really a, a, a super powered food too on top of it. So is this apples to apples when you're talking about people just popping like broken cell wall chlorella tablets versus a micronization 
process done on chlorella. To me, I've played with some of the chlorella tablets. You know, Dietrich Klinghardt, mm-hmm. I'm sure you heard of him. He talks about, mm-hmm. a lot about chlorella. They make one from their company called BioPure. I personally did not notice anything. And I've had many clients say, look, I've been eating chlorella for years with these tablets or whatever or powders. And guess what? I test them. They're still just as toxic. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, you know, and there's actually been some studies by one of the main scientists at Doctors Data that laboratories that does a lot of heavy metal testing, and they found the same thing with whole cell wall chlorella. They couldn't get any of the detoxification occurring in a human system the way that you can with a cell wall broken. And, you know, I haven't done, Evan, recently any kind of comparison. Um, with other cell wall broken products. I do know we've been approached by several companies. And when we inquire, how are you doing the micronization process? Like they're trying to sell us a raw good Mm -hmm. to shorten our micronization time. And when I inquire, because I'll consider that, you know, we're always looking at how do we make a better product or how can we improve manufacturing? And when they tell me they use a heat process or we get a sample and it smells like rotting garbage, I know that they're not using a cold process. Uh When I look at at it under our dark field microscope, um, I'll see a lot more of whole chlorella diatoms or partially broken chlorella diatoms, but not the way we see on our dark field microscope where it's like a starry night sky and it's really even. So I'm looking at a plate on a microscope where it's like these little scintillating, sparkling lights of uh, chlorella that are being refracted, and it's very even. Ah, understood. Yeah, I mean, I've had people doing the broken cell wall stuff, tablet form. I still see tons of toxins. So I'm thinking that micronization process is the magic sauce that's allowing us to do something that the regular broken cell stuff can't do. Now... In terms of kids, uh, you know, we see so many different problems with kids from gut issues to skin issues to autoimmune conditions. They used to call it just rheumatoid arthritis. Now they call it juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. I'm testing so many kids' guts on a weekly basis. Almost all of them have some sort of infection, which people may say, oh, well, Evan, you're biased. You're working with kids that have symptoms. But Look at the average American kid's diet. I mean, you go down the street, the kids are eating popcorn and drinking a Slurpee at the same time. So I I don't think I'm far off to say that the kids are the most toxic they've ever been in the history of humanity. And so when you see these kids, are there some that you have to go straight to, like your professional strength formula? Do you base that on... Like the severity of the symptom, are there some kids that all they need is like your kid strength formula? Like how do you determine, hey, this is how much firepower we need to use and how much firepower we need to stay with? Those are really great questions, Evan. And the way that we look at that is um, there's there's a couple of ways to do it. And first off, we always treat everybody like the individual that they are. There's There's no duplicates in the world. I have a liver, you have a liver, but biochemically, we're very unique. I process things differently than you do. Our pH is different. Our ammonia is different. Nitrates are different. We biochemically are made up to be different individuals. However, 
there is a way that we can really look at supporting the organ systems that we know need help first in beginning the process of decreasing gut issues or improving our body's ability to remove heavy metals and chemicals. And one of the ways to do that is by asking questions. Is your child sensitive? Do they tend to react the first time you give them a new supplement, even a homeopathic? Um, or do they, they tend to have a really good constitution or perhaps the severity of the case, such as the boy with the motor tics is so severe that you, you really want to see, let's stop the suffering. Let's see how we can support this boy. And there's a few tricks of the trade. And, and the first one is, is making sure the organs that eliminate our toxins are working really well. That's the bowels and the liver are the two primary that we really look at. When those are working well and you're supporting the adrenal, the body's ability to deal with stress or the way that it deals with stress is going to be using the adrenals. Um, when you have those three things in place, you can go pretty strong and pretty hard much faster okay got it so let me get this straight so if you're saying if adrenals and liver function and then of course making sure these kids are pooping every day they're drinking plenty mm -hmm. of water if all that prerequisite stuff's taken care of then you can you can jam on the pedal you definitely can jam on the pedal you can shorten therapy time from four months down to six weeks sometimes Ah, see, so yeah, so that you already answered a question that people would have said, well, why? Why would you want to go harder than softer? And it's because what I've seen, and this happens with some of the gut stuff too, is that sometimes if you're going with a lower potency or a lower dose, it's just not enough firepower to get rid of certain mm -hmm. infections in the gut, for example. Yeah, it's that theory of a therapeutic dose. You know, that's four times stronger than what's recommended on the label for dietary supplements so when somebody says oh this is a great product for this and I'll say well great what's your maintenance dose oh just read the label okay great well if I'm going to do this therapeutically I'm going to multiply this by four and the answer will be yes that's a therapeutic dose so there is a distinction on that and then the reason that you would want to go with the like a lower potency is if somebody has a chronic issue where they just haven't been able to get underneath it. Um, perhaps there's things like yeasty issues, things that have just been pervasive. There's been a lot of Western add-ins. You may want to start on something that isn't as strong and that's more broad spectrum that's addressing. I like to work in, in uh, a trifecta where you know we're dealing with adrenals, we're dealing with removing a little bit of toxins and then perhaps the liver. Um, for some kids, that's the way that they have to go for say, you know, two to four weeks and then they can hop into the stronger performing products. Okay, got it. Now you've actually published some stuff too talking about using these micronized chlorella products to protect against chlorine which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. And I've actually tried and tested this. I've had some moms where the kids get some type of a rash or they even see a behavioral change after they take the kid to swimming class. And so I just followed your recommendation. Hey, do a few drops before, do a few drops after, and guess what? The kids don't get a rash. Their behavior doesn't change. So how the mm -hmm. heck does that work? Because that's pretty cool. That is cool. Isn't that awesome? 
Um, and again, that that was Tim. He he did that with them because we had a little um, a little jacuzzi that we like to go into. And, you know, we we were thinking, well, we're using the potassium based, but it's still a chloride. How do we, um, you know, as a family, be as healthy as possible? Because we we didn't have access to an ozonator for that large of a, a tub. So really what we, you know, what we found was that um, NDF is termed a mucopolysaccharide clathrating agent. Clathrating means to wrap all the way around a substance. So um, that's what it's doing. It's it's completely encompassing or enclosing the the chloride or the chlorine in that is coming into the body. And it's just going out the urinary route and uh, and it just passes through. Wow. So the, so you you absorb the chlorine through the skin. Right, mm-hmm. like that's how Through it's the affecting eyes his kids, the nose. or they're breathing it in too. I'm, I'm just curious, what, what do you think's the most, like, what's the most significant vector for these kids getting this chlorine in them, or is it just all of it? Well, their body's going to be the skin's going to be the biggest organ system absorbing the most, but there's also the eyes, there's the ears, there's the nose. Um, it, it will pass through. Okay. So, yeah. And I've seen stuff where, you know, if, even if you're just drinking tap water that has chlorine in it, you know, we found that you're killing good beneficial bacteria too. So yes, that's not good. So you know, you can add a couple of drops of NDF to water. It works great. I use it all the time when I'm traveling. Sweet. Like if you can't get a good water can't, source. Exactly. I Which use the doesn't Berkey happen sport. a lot. Do you know that oh, do one? you? I, I haven't used it. I know about it, but I haven't used it yet. It's awesome. It I've confirmed that it works. So people listening to the Berkey Sport, it's a little uh, like a – I think it's made of silicone. It's just a little blue bottle, and it has the same filter that the Berkey has inside of it. And you just put your water in like you go to a water fountain, and when you suck, you've got to suck with quite a lot of force on the straw because it's actually pulling the water through the filter as you drink it instantly. But it's Oh, that's awesome. Extremely clean. But that's awesome to know you can add some NDF. Now, for you, how do you approach, like, restaurants? Do you go out to eat? Do you take some chlorella because you know you're probably getting pesticide exposure? I guarantee, unless you're, you know, just a saint and you never leave your house and never eat out, but I'm guessing you're like most of us and you live in the real world, so. I do, and our patients live in the world, real world, and that's that's what our job is. Our job is not to change people and their behaviors, but our job is to educate them on perhaps making some suggested changes and then supporting people in what they are actually doing in their life. So for example, we know if you're following something like eating foods that are good for your blood type, that if you're at a restaurant and you, you know, you, you've got some choices that aren't really great choices. If you make one of those choices and I eat the pasta, perhaps I'm a no blood type. It creates rouleau, sticky blood where there's not a lot of oxygen running through the blood and then one feels tired afterwards. If I add in two of my beneficial foods, I mitigate or do no damage. So we've seen that over and over again that that's a trick that I employ and that we educate our patients on on doing is if you've got to be somewhere and there's a food that you've got to eat or you want to eat, you can actually mitigate any damage by adding in two positive foods. 
The other thing that I do is always make sure that my hydrochloric acid is up. And something like artemisian clove, again, can be taken preventatively in um, supporting that balance in of HCL in the GI tract. Um, also, if there happens to be some bugs riding along on, you know, the salad, even if it's organic, um, there could be some microorganisms there, and that will help uh, mitigate, you know, those uh, latching on and, and sticking with us. So there's the um, also adding a few drops of of uh, NDF into water works if I have to if they don't have any bottled water. Um, those are some of the tips that I use. Yeah, I, and then I'm it, always doing a, a excuse me I'm always doing a proteolytic enzyme too with my food as well. Good, good. Yeah, it's interesting. Like the whole blood type diet thing, it's basically a paleo template for O type. Like it's lower carbohydrate, meats, mm-hmm. veggies, fish, and then avoiding like wheat, beans, mm-hmm. legumes. I, I don't really follow like a blood type diet. I, I mean, I am O, but I just kind of eat a paleo template, and I feel the best. So yeah, that's where I've that's where I've stuck. All right, so yeah. let's let's talk more about. I'm trying to think, like, where should I even take you with this? Because there's so many directions we could go. How about we talk about the belly a little bit? So, sure. Um, and I've had a lot of children with a lot of speaking issues. Uh, they go to the pediatrician. It's almost as if these pediatricians are diagnosing these these children with autism or saying that they're on the spectrum. And it's good for the parents to have an answer, but in reality, the diagnosis doesn't change anything because there's usually never an implementation of any type of strategy to fix it. It's more of just, okay, if we call it a disease, now we can legally prescribe Ritalin or some other type of medication for this child, but it's not addressing root cause at all. And so, you know, I encourage parents, like, if you're looking to get a diagnosis because it's going to help you create an action plan, maybe you go for it. But to me, I really don't care what the title of the issue is or what it's classified. It's this disease or this syndrome. To me, it doesn't matter because if you're using like a body systems approach like we're talking about, you're investigating these systems with laboratory testing. Then you're confirming, okay, now we see this on a piece of paper. Then we can go after and, and, and make an action plan. So if you want to comment on that, go for it. And then let's talk about the belly a little bit. Sure. Well, I I agree with you. Um, the approach that I'll let, let speak about it in two ways. One is from a TCM or traditional Chinese point of view. And one is from a biological medical point of view. And they actually mirror each other. So both those paradigms look at the body as a whole working organism or system. And so we wouldn't just call one thing out because that one thing is an indication that there may be two to five or more things going on with other organ systems. So it's a little presumptuous of a practitioner, in my opinion, to say you've got, you know, A, you know, you've got this one thing called disease A, Um, because you've got to look at, we have to look at, well, how did we get here? We didn't get here overnight. There were things that happened. Perhaps the bowels started slowing down. Uh, A child or an adult was exposed to, you know, the golf course across the street sprayed for pesticides. And we saw motor ticks after that. Um, I would look at the liver because the liver is not able, must be 
uh, congested or so full, it's not able to process that at some point. You know, it's it does have a building effect. Toxins bioaccumulate. And so there does come a point where the camel, you know, the straw, um, the last straw that breaks the camel's back, and we see these things manifest and get named something. However, it took, you know, five to 25 things to happen before we saw this grand manifestation of disease named A, you know, and so really what it is, is it's just being out of balance. Yeah. Well, you make a great point about the the golf course. I can't tell you how many toxins I've seen from golf players. I run a test. I don't know if you're aware of this one from Great Plains called a GPL Tox, T-O-X profile. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can run That's a separate a panel test. for glyphosate by itself. But often I just run the toxin panel. And what I'm seeing with these golfers, my Lord, their levels, there's two different categories. I think it's number 14 and 15, two different categories of pesticides you can look at. And this is just first morning urine. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I mean, we're seeing 10, 20, 30, 40 times over the upper 95th percent limit that these mm-hmm. golfers have. And they've got debilitating fatigue. Their mitochondrial markers are toast. They can't get out of bed. They're depressed. They're grumpy. They're irritable. The wife wants a divorce because the guy's going crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. And yet yeah. – we look up to these people and they end up on pharmaceutical drugs like you've got uh, Phil Nicholson uh, promoting his Humira for his rheumatoid arthritis. We know just based on the toxic load, I bet if we just detox that guy, I bet he would feel better. It's amazing what having toxins move out of the body does for you know decreasing things like inflammatory markers, uh, having great moods. You know, it, it's such an impact on moods and well-being. Toxins are just incredible alter alterators of, you know, just completely sabotaging good thinking. Um, and then they're having bodily functions where things just aren't working the way that they used to. And they think, oh, I'm just getting old. Ah, yeah, that's a common one. Yeah. Or even the doctor may say that, too. Mm-hmm. Well, you're just getting old. You just got to accept yeah. that, Stephanie. Your 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 knee's going to hurt, and you're going to be tired all the time. Yeah. When how how I mean, you know, with, with having the knowledge that you have, how do you operate through the world and not get burned out or you know uh, paralyzed by depression when you look at all these people and you know. Man, if this guy just had some detox, man, if this girl just did some of this, like I mean, you come across these people in society, mm-hmm. how how do you approach that? Like, how do you keep a positive head on your shoulders? Or if you do, maybe you don't, but if you do keep a positive head on mm-hmm. your shoulders, how do you do that when you look at the world and you see how sick people are and you know, hey, I've probably got a solution for these people? That's a great question. And first of all is I'm, I'm 53 and I practice what I preach. I'm always keeping toxins moving out. I work out regularly. I work out three to four days a week. So I'm sweating, I'm moving, I can bend, I can squat, I can lift weights, I can do cardio. Um, and with that comes a good psychological balance. And so Knowing that anything is possible, that all it takes is one conversation with one person or perhaps such as we're doing here is speaking that in a podcast that's going to be broadcast, that people know that there's hope, number one, 
and that possibility exists, there is a right way that the body wants to function and it's your body's way that it wants to function. And it does follow a plan. You know, we all, as I mentioned earlier, have the same organ systems. However, there are some little things to listen for. And that's part of the adventure. That's part of the fabulous exploration of, wow, how does my body do with sprouted wheat versus, you know, plain wheat? You know, is there a difference? That's how I look at it. Like, wow, what would that be? And and I encourage people that I speak to and bump into to look at it from a point of view of play and fun and getting to know themselves better or their family members in a way that this is giving freedom. This is giving true freedom, which is the freedom of good health and knowing what throws a person's body out of balance and what brings it back into balance um, is just that's, you know, we're, we're here to build something while we're alive on the planet. And this is part of us being responsible for our whole life. So I don't listen to a lot of the the um, naysayers. Um, it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of time in making a difference for other people. And that's really what we're out for at BioRay is to make a difference for other people. If if it's not going to be useful and people can't see benefits from it, then we we won't do it. We won't just put something out because it sounds good, smells good, looks good. Um, we do it because it stands the rigor of practice, of time, um, that people give us feedback like you've given us feedback. Um, that's all we live for here at BioRay, frankly, that, is that's to a make a answer. difference. Well, that's a good answer because this stuff gets heavy. I mean we're talking some serious stuff. We're talking where people, they're told there's no answer. There's no solution. You're stuck like this. This is the way your kid's going to be. I'm sorry we mm-hmm. can't help you. I mean we're talking, you know, you go to the pediatrician, then they refer them over to like a pediatric neurologist, and then they get referred to the gastroenterologist, and then they show up with little old me, and here I am helping these people far more than other people have. And you and I were kind of talking about this off air. It's like, man, this stuff gets intense. And to be mm-hmm. able to to put, uh, you know, to put some some good stuff out there is just amazing, and we have to accept that sometimes there's a struggle before you find mm-hmm. the right solution. Yeah, there is, and you know, it's up up to us to be good listeners. Listening like, is key. You know, listening is key. Listening is. I've come to realize in my years of assisting other people in different ways that listening it can be gener- generative. Like it, I'm listening, right? And it will. Somebody will come up with solutions for themselves or their family, or they'll see something newly. And all I'm doing is listening. That's a generative act. And when I got that, I was thinking about, wow, those doctors who aren't listening really well and why parents sometimes don't feel heard or that the solution being ans- you know, given isn't, wasn't the, the, actually the answer to the question they were asking. You know? And so I think that listening is just huge. It's, it's really um, it's a gift to be with people that are good listeners. I learn more from my clients than I do from any book or seminar or podcast or video. It's like they tell you the answer, but you just have to listen. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. 
it is really weird and and you you may not know this evan but i we tim and i uh, do have two boys and we our younger boy did develop seizures and um and as he likes to say a touch of autism when he was sick after uh six excuse me when he was six years old after a accident out in the desert riding motorcycles that we we do as a family sport and it took six years to recover max and you know as a parent you never ever ever want to see your child go through something like that and there is something that can be done in being in community and in conversation with other people and learning from them what worked for them and what didn't work and the sequence of events, you know, the sequence of unwinding this is so relevant. It's so important to notice, you know, keeping track of that when Max did better versus, you know, when we, we saw, you know, seizures increase, for example, and what what went on, like keeping track of that is really relevant because then we were able to tip the scale and and create more of an environment where there were less seizures as he was getting um, going through the process of cleaning up his body and um, doing the things that he did that that uh, recovered him. And he's now he just celebrated his 25th uh, birthday on Saturday and he's seizure free. He's not on the spectrum. And he's, you know, he's got a, a small business and he works sometimes here at BioRay and sometimes he works with Tim. And it's possible to recover our kids. But what happened to Max triggered a genetic issue that is runs through my side of the family, a type of epilepsy called juvenile myoclonic epilepsy. And who knew? You know, who knew when Max broke his leg that that was going to trigger a string of events uh, that create that created this to turn on. Ah, so, so you're saying the stress of the the stress of the injury you think turned on the gene? Is that what you're thinking? He was given because his accident was where it was. The do- the ER doctors were very concerned. And Tim and I both knew that this was an our type of of medicine or our, our world. And we said, whatever you need to do to help our son, you're, you are in charge here. This is your case. We're here to be with him as his parents. And not that we didn't have a say, but they actually were just his bones being broken out on the desert, even though he was in riding pants and gear and boots and everything, they had a concern that maybe something got into his bones. So they gave him four times the adult strength of antibiotics through an IV. That damaged his GI and uh, burdened his liver and, you know, toxified his body to such a point and going into surgery and anesthesia to such a point that uh, it was a couple months later that he, he started having what he called twitches. We didn't know what they were. Well, they were little myclonic seizures. And so it was a catastrophic event that triggered, you know, some type of epigenetics. So I don't think it would have happened without the antibiotics. I mean, I guess we don't know, but it doesn't sound like the injury would have done that on its own based on what I know. Right. No, no. I'm, I'm not glad that you all had to go through that. 
but I think all the suffering that I've gone through and my own health journey for you know a decade trying to figure out what was wrong with me and going through uh, helping my daughter with her gut issues, I mean, and, and mm-hmm. helping so many people, the suffering makes you a better person. It really does because then you can empathize, which then, of course, makes you a better listener. But uh, maybe you would have not been as successful with what you all have done if you didn't have to go through that. Like you all had to learn. Like if you weren't yes. put under the gun like that, who knows? Maybe you wouldn't have pushed your boundaries and been as successful as you have been. Well, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to contemplate and think about because there was also the stress of the um, you know what's wrong with you you your practitioners you know you how could how could this happen to you? So yeah. there was a little bit of a stigma about that. And, you know, Max, sometimes he comes with me on lectures and he'll share what it was like to have a seizure and that he was cold and wanted a blanket or even though he was having seizures and couldn't speak, he knew when somebody was uncomfortable around him in the house and that it was really important that he knew that there was love in the house. And it was also really important to him that he got in trouble the same way that his brother did because he wanted to be treated the same because he knew what was something was going on that wasn't that had his family in a, you know, a a panic um, at different times. And ultimately what Tim and I learned, you know, through the process and it, it actually occurred to both of us pretty early on was this wasn't just for Max. We knew that what we were experiencing in not being able to find a diagnosis um, from different neurological pediatricians for four months, a pediatrician trying to make Max have a seizure in front of us, oh, you know, just these horrendous experiences that we weren't the anomaly. We were the norm. Lots of parents were having these types of experiences So whatever we could learn and share and shorten that learning curve for other parents was that was game on. That was the real game on. We're going to do this and we're going to recover our kid and we're going to share this because it's not just for Max. It's for all the kids. So I was supposed to ask you a question about the belly and talk about the gut a little bit. So maybe we, I know we've got like literally just a couple minutes. So maybe we could talk mm-hmm. about the belly just for a second. Sure. What did, what happened with your son? Was it the, the gut that you put your effort into? Is that where a product like your Cytoflora or something came similar about? came in? Yeah. So yes. So number one, you know, Max had, um, huge impact. He had leaky gut. Um, I personally, from one of his, you know, stools put a couple of pinworms into the vial that went to the lab for testing for parasites. And um, we saw, you know, he had reaction to wheat or tomato, um, you know, any kind of gluten, anything inflammatory in his diet could produce a seizure within 24 hours. So we we immediately pulled those that we knew, and then we further did IgG and IgE testing to see what kind of serum allergies he was having to different foods. And then it was things like chicken had to be pulled, and eggs, and green beans. They were the titers were so high that the doctor said, you know, he's close to you know this really being a true allergy. So 
you know, his diet became a key point in decreasing the the pain for his gut. Um, and we, he also every day had stomach aches, even after eating something that was, you know, quote, beneficial. And then we found that his ileocecal valve was staying locked or stuck into position, whether it was open or a closed state, that ileocecal valve is a moving part. And so it lets beneficial things in and keeps um, non-beneficial things out. And when it gets stuck in one position or the other, one would experience it. He experienced a stomach ache. As soon as we, it's literally like a 30 second to two minute procedure laying down just massaging where the ileocecal valve is in the morning after he ate the stomach ache would go away and his body was able to process things so we worked very heavily on foods giving him um, cytoflora probiotics Uh, we use saccharomyces boulardii a lot Um, so we were doing artemisia and clove and we basically i feel that after about the two-year marker, Max had a completely new digestive system. That's amazing. Yeah, the ileocecal valve's huge. Well, maybe part two, we'll talk more about that. But man, I'll tell you, I, I had issues with my ileocecal valve. I went to a chiropractor, same thing, worked on me, just massaged me for a couple minutes. He goes, Evan, you might have a really good poop after this. And after that, <laughs> my gut was in way better shape. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's a common one with kids, you know, and it's, it, again, it's, it's not that hard. Any parent can do it. You, we can do it to ourselves. Yeah. And for people, you can look it up online, but it's basically halfway between the belly button and kind of the top of the hip bone. You can feel it too. Mm -hmm. Once you find it and Mm -hmm. you feel it, you know what it feels like. It's kind of like a golf ball almost. Mm -hmm. Yes. We say four fingers up from that, from that hip bone bone Ah, is how you measure it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. And then you just go, when you look down at yourself, you always go clockwise. So same thing for kids, correct? You just look down Mm -hmm. on them. You're going clockwise direction with the palpation. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, there's your bell. So we got to go, but I really appreciate your time. And uh, in terms of these products, people can learn more about, you all have got research and before and after lab results of heavy metal toxins. I may be participating in some Uh, lab stuff with you all helping you out Mm -hmm. in terms of forming before and after lab results and case reviews. So a lot of fun stuff is happening. You all can learn more at the site, BioRay. It's B-I-O-R-A-Y, BioRay.com. And I do offer these products on my site as well. And so you'll be able to access those. And Stephanie, thank you so much. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Evan. Thank you for all you're doing. It's fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, as I mentioned in the beginning, you can get these products. I'm going to be doing a special discount just for this podcast. And so if you go to my site, it's AuraRoots.com. So A-U-R-A and then Roots, R-O-O-T-S.com. And you just go in the search bar there and just put NDF, like Nancy Dog Frank, NDF, and you'll find the NDF+. Plus. That is the all-in-one micronized chlorella. So across the board, that's going to be your best choice. If you're not sure exactly what you need, what exactly is wrong with you, you just want to make sure... You're detoxing pesticides, especially the lindane, the crap from the airplanes, uh, chlorine, BPA. I've seen gasoline additives go down. I mean, pretty much every toxin across the board, if you want to approach it safely and gently, NDF Plus is fine, and you can start that right away. So that's on the site, and then also we carry the Liver Life product. I recommend using both of those together. 
but if you just did one or the other, you would still get some results. Now, you know me, I'm not a fan of guessing and checking, but these are supplements you could safely do without any functional medicine testing. And you just enter the coupon code DETOX, just like it sounds, at checkout on my site, and you do get a discount on those products. All right, well, I'm going to keep you posted on the mold journey. So basically, I'm interviewing JW, who's the head of Immunolytics Laboratory, the guy who helped me find the mold issue in my house. I'm interviewing him today. That podcast will be up soon. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed already if you're not on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And we're going to have some more fun with this mold conversation. Obviously, it's not fun for me. It's very disruptive. I'm going to be moving into a new home. And so that'll be in just a few weeks. So I will keep you posted on all this. But at the end of the day, it's going to make me more educated, more intelligent on this issue for my practice and also for you guys to share this information. Because I guarantee I'm underdiagnosing the problem of mold causing people's problems and symptoms. And we're blaming it on other stuff. But mold is definitely a piece of the puzzle. So take good care of yourself. Look forward to talking with you soon. Bye. He acts like it's all good, yeah, like everything's cool. Kiss a girl and I never please her. She doesn't have a clue that he's terrible blues. Why I'm in a tire, got to watch out, girl. Don't want to see her by her eyes out, girl. Cause I've been watching, you've been hurting, let me be the one that loves you better